0: Okay. So the transition from uh, Yotas Kislev to, to Hanukkah. You know, the truth is that um, the tradition is that when the Baal was freed, so like I mentioned last night, he was in two stages on Yotas Kislev and then Chav, but it took a while for him to get home. You know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't just a simple trip like that. So the, the Messiah is that he only got home <coughs> a day or two into Hanukkah. So in a certain sense, it's considered to be a Yantif that, uh, you know, by the you know, there's no shortage of yom taibim, So, really, everything from Yom Kislev till Chanukah is already also considered a yom tif, So, so even talking about Chanukah is really, uh, in a certain sense, it's a hamshach of. It, it's it's just uh, uh, you know, through the lens of of terse You know, if there's one Yantif that 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 tersev al Tov loves the most, I mean, it's hard to say, but but really, it's Hanukkah it's like every chassidist is say for folks By Hanukkah Hanukkah is like uh, the biggest sin in the world you know chasidim are 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 the uh, in the whole way of life al derecha is very much revolving around Shabbos right Shabbos by the tzaddik and so on Shabbos is a big deal and according to the Rizal the Indian of Chanukah is basically the light of Shabbos coming into the six days of the week and mamash going low to the ground that's the whole inning of, of Chanukah is the same Indian as Shabbos so see them that are very much Mekoshe to Shabbos and Mekoshe to Chanukah too. So to understand Chanukah is really also just a further unpackaging of what Tarasa the Hasidus is, what the Baal brought to the world. So, you know, so we'll be talking about Chanukah, but really it's also talking about uh, Tarasa the Baal so All right, so we'll go, let's go through a few basic questions when it comes to Chanukah. There's some famous ones, some ones that uh, may be a little bit more obscure, but I'll start with one that's a little bit more obscure. Mm-hmm. you know the Gemara says in Shabbos famously that you know it goes to the question the Gemara says my Hanukkah what is Hanukkah right and the Gemara goes through the story you know the Yivanim they contaminate all the oils the Chashmah come in they find the pacha Echad Sholshem, and it's all the whole story and so the Gemara says "L'shanachers." the following year so the Sanhedrin decided that we're going to make the Yontif of Hanukkah consistently and the Yontif, and what is the Yontif? so Kavu Shmai'nas Yomim, they established as a kviyas, set for eight days every year, Hanukkah. L'haidus al-hal is a time of hal and haidah, to say hal. Obviously, it also with lighting the menorah. But The language of the Gemara is that the days of Hanukkah are days that have been designated. These are days that you say hal consistently, one day after another. Here's the problem. It might not seem like such a big problem, but if you think about it, conceptually, I think it is. The Gemara Brachis, that was the Gemara on Shabbos. There's the Gemara Brachis that says the following statement. It's a little bit strange, but the, uh, initially. The Gemara says, says the Gemara, if a person every single day says Halal, because of all the good things that Hashem does, you want to say Halal every single day. Says the Gemara, not only is that not recommended, it's Machar Vumagadif, it's a disgrace. In other words, on a very simple level, Halal is something that's supposed to, it's supposed to be special, it's supposed to be something that's an expression of uh, spontaneous joyful emotion when you come in contact with something amazing but to make halal a consistency to make it kavua, to make it di- like it's a it's a it's a, just part of the routine of daily life it's, it's a disgrace style. it's not halal it's halal supposed to be a chiddish That's the whole nature of halal is that it's a chiddish so to make it not a chiddish to make it something that's every single day just every every single day of the week at you know 10-15 I say halal it's a disgrace to howl. Okay, so that's why we say how only on special occasions. And it's true, Chanukah is also a special occasion. Every day of ha- every day of Chanukah, there's an increased miracle. So I understand it's say hal. But for the Gemara to say that the definition of howl is that it's a time that it's a it's a time that's been designated for halal saying. Technically, it's true. Every single day you say haul. At Sukkot also we say hal every single day because every day of Sukkot there's something new to celebrate. But but you but but by its very definition, to say that the yontev of Hanuk is eight days that have been designated for Haul saying. That, thats an oxymoron to hal. Hal is supposed to be a spontaneous experience that you that you that you that that, that comes out of you when you come in contact with with a chiddush. If you come in contact with a chiddush for eight days straight, they say hal eight days straight. But to be like that—that that the yontev of hal is designated—is a, a, a designated time of Haul saying it's the exact opposite of what halal is For example you know the rishon talk about this let's say pesach night we say hal right and say hal over there there's no bracha and it's kais. and the way the rishon explained it is because halal is supposed to be spontaneous so you know like this is the time to say Hal. it's supposed to be spontaneous during davening. so you say it after shacharis there's usually we just say hal right after shamanas but technically it doesn't have to be after shamanas right but it's very nature it could be any time during the day Okay, it's more convenient for us to do it right after Shema so we do it right after shachras But Pesach night, where there's a Seder, and it's one of the Simanim, it's like, now you're up to halal. you can't say hallow like that. So that's why we try to change things up. Like, without a bracha, it should be a chiddish, it should be something different, you know? So Hanukkah is designated as a time of hallow saying. It's the opposite of what halal is. So that's question number one. How do we how do we understand the nature of how of Hanukkah in this way, that Hanukkah is a time of where Hal becomes Kavua. <coughs> it's the opposite of Hal. Number one. Number two. Now, everyone knows that the miracles of Hanukkah, you have the miracle of the, of the war, and also the Pachach HaShem. Now, the one common denominator between the two of them is that it happened through Chashmanoim, through Kahanam. Right? So you do the Muhammad and the Pachach HaShem is through Kahanim. So fine, we know, we know, though, that as a result of, of, of Hanukkah, not only do the Chashmanoim... You know, uh, rededicate the Vesemigdash, but they also will reestablish Malchus Yisrael. But the Pell is that in, when they're establishing Malchus Yisrael, as we know, they become the kings. And they establish Malchus based And this is a Pel, the Rishonim, the Ramban famously writes in Parshus against the Chashmanim about this, that this was something that was improper. The Roshonim already designated that Shevet Yehuda. Has malchus and specifically David Melech has malchus within Shevet Yehudas, What's going on the Chashmonaim? So again, it, it's a sugi by itself to figure out what, what happened over there. But clearly, on, on, on its most basic level, the Chashmonaim must have felt that the miracles of Hanukkah is a clear indication that it's their time to shine. That it's their that's it's it's their time to to, to That's clearly what it must have been where they write about it, where they're wrong about it, but clearly that was the thinking, that the Rabbanu Shalom is showing them through Hanukkah that this is now the tkuf of Beis Chashvinoi. Okay. But the question is why? Like, what exactly is it about the miracles of Hanukkah that are so, that that fundamentally are rooted in in being a Kayan? No, it, ha- it, it happens to be that the Kahanim were the ones that were Meis to fight the Yivanim. True. And the Kahanim happened to be the ones that are designated to light the Menorah the Besamekash. So it just happens to be that the, that the Chashmenoyim were Kahanim. Let's say the Chashmenoyim were Leviim. So they could have also created the rebellion. They wouldn't have lit the Menorah. But just, it just happens to be they were Kahanim. But the, if the Chashmenoyim see in Hanukkah that this is now a Yontif, which is the beginning of a Tukuf in Jewish history, which is the Malchus of Kahuna, so it must be that it, that they understood that it's not just a coincidence or it just happens to work out that there were kahanim behind the scenes of both miracles. This Both miracles were a kahunadika miracle. It was a miracle that was emanating from the fact that there are kahanim. And now it's a time of malchus of kahanim. Malchus based HaShemunay. <coughs> so the question is, why? Well, again, the fact that there were kahanim seems to be, again, just a, sort of a coincidence, I guess you can say, whatever, but like, no, it must be essential. So the question is why? why, why? What is what is so essential about kahuna and uh, and Hanukkah? That's number two. Number three. I'm going to try to remember to answer all these questions. No promises, though. The, number three is like this. The vessel in the, the HaMikdash that, that everyone pictures when you think of Hanukkah is what? Okay, you don't have to be shy about it. It's the menorah. Yeah, it's the menorah. Fine. Even the coins that were made by the Hashemunayim, right? They had a the menorah on it. That's the menorah. But we call it Chanukah. Why is the Yom called Chanukah? So, <coughs> there's different explanations of the Rishonim. Some Rishonim say because it comes to the word Chanu, that they rested on the 25th day. But uh, the rule, for example, many Rishonim uh, say that that's not what the word Chanukah means. The word Chanukah comes from Khanukas, a dedication of Chanukah HaMizbeach. The Gemara says in the Zara, Sunday morning maybe we'll talk about this, um, the Gemara says in the Zara that as a result of the Yevanim taking over the of HaMikdash for that time period, the Mizbeach was, was uh, not able to be used anymore. It became puzzle. became invalid. And so what the Chash had to do, they had to clean up the place, but in terms of rededicating, they had to rededicate the Mizbeach. They had to rebuild the Mizbeh. <coughs> says Arzuru, that's why we call it Hanukkah, because it's the Chanukah HaMizbeach. The Mishnah says in Megillah, for example, that throughout Hanukkah, the laning of Hanukkah is the Nisim, the carbonus the of the Nisim that were brought Special covenants were brought on the mizbeach when the Mishkan was dedicated, says Rashi in the Gemara Megill Lamed from Lamed base. Rashi says, because Chanukah is Chanukah Sa So all of a sudden, it's an interesting thing. When we think of Chanukah, we think of the Menorah, but the, the word Chanukah, the Rishonim, the Erzurum and Rashi are telling us that the word Chanukah is really because of the Mizbech. So you have these two vessels that are really highlighted in Chanukah, the Menorah and the Mizbech. So what's the connection between the two of them? They must be integrated with each other. It's, it can't just be a random thing. The name of the Antiv is about the Mizbech. But what we do on Chanukah is Menorah, so they put those two things together. Question four—I don't know whatever we're up to three, four, four. Okay, fine, four. So next question is like this: We know that the the Mishnah the Gemara says in Shabbos, as we know, it's right? Do we go up in the candles? Do we go down in the candles? Right? So we pass like a basil. So the first night one candle, second night two candles but what's interesting is is that the way we light so you would think you know so so you know the, the way you light is uh again keep it simple the way you light is from right to left right that's usually you put the right the the, the first candle on the right side and the second night you put a candle next to that and you keep on going right from right to left but the way you the way you light the candles is as follows first you light the new candle and you work back to sort of the old one I don't mean literally the old one because the old one was used, but you understand that spot where the old candle was. You sort of work back. Now the reason why we do that is because it's like a funny thing because when you make the bracha, the Rishonim say that you want the bracha to be on the new candle. So therefore, when you make the bracha and you light, so you want to light immediately on the new candle. But you got a bunch of other candles to light now. So okay, so you work backwards. So it's like, okay, that's, that's the process halachically. That's why it's like that. So you end up you have to light uh, let's say on the eighth night all eight candles, but the bracha you want to say the bracha specifically on the new on the chiddush, on the new candle. Okay, so you make a bracha on that, but you got another seven candles now. So, so you work backwards. It's interesting because again just sort of a, taking a step back and you're looking at it, it's a funny thing because on the one hand the 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 reason why you're doing this is because you want to be focused on the chiddush but when you sort of take a bird's eye view so to speak on on what you're doing the whole tsura of what you're doing is that you're trying to just go back to where you started right in other words that's kind of uh, what it looks like is that you're just trying to go back to that first night right even though the main bracha is on the chiddush so it's like a funny it's a funny dynamic that on the one hand we're we're highlighting we uh, want to connect ourselves to the chiddush of Hanukkah to the chiddush of that new candle but the tzura that, that by focusing on the new candle automatically what then unfolds before you is that you're actually trying to go back to do the same thing over and over again that first candle just again and again and again you're just trying to go back to that old candle so by starting by focusing on the new candle the general uh, sort of atmosphere the general tsura of what you're doing is as if you're always just trying to go back to the old it's like a funny, it's a funny thing. Again, like I said, it's a big kasha. No, but it's like if you think about just the sort of the feel of it, the image of it. If you didn't know any better, then that—that's what it would feel like. That you're just trying to go back to the old candle. But I'm the, the reason why I'm doing that is because I'm actually trying to highlight the new candle. It's like a funny thing. <coughs> okay, so so let's begin like this. So you know, just a couple months ago, so you had the month of Tishrei. So the month of Tishrei. Rosh Hashanah and Kippur Sukkot was all about it all it started and ultimately uh, all revolves around the Imam Hashem right Hashem is the king the Rav recreated the world in Rosh Hashanah Hayam HaRasaylam that was all avoided of Tishrei okay then Tishrei ends then you have a whole month of Cheshvan to uh, you know, sort of catch your breath right and then and then you have a new Tkufa, Kislev you know Kislev and Hanukkah it's beautiful According to according the to Muqabalim, that's not the way you have to think of Kislev. That's not the way what Hanukkah is. There, in the writings of the Rosh we find the following insight, is that Hanukkah and Kislev is really a hashlamah, a completion to what we began in Tishrei. You, you, you find this, right? Everyone, you know, but this is Hanukkah, right? The last day of Hanukkah. So it's, it's brought down by the Svamak Doshim, right? Because as the generations go on, there becomes more and more Hasimahs, right? So it used to be Yom Kippur was the, Nila was the Hasimah right and then all of a sudden Hashanah Rabbah becomes the Chasimah and then come the Chasidim and say no Zoy's Chanukah. that's the that's the real Chasimah right so the Gzardin is not finished until Chanukah okay it's so not out of nowhere they broke down from the Bnei Sashchars the Bnei Soschars brought down from him that he used to say that already from Rosh Hashanah from from Yom Kippur from maybe Hashanah Rabbah, whatever it is from Hashanah Hashanah until until Zoy's Chanukah, there's a he said he saw this a hand that's constantly extended down from heaven Ready to receive those Jews to do who are who for whatever reason didn't do tshuv until then, they could come back to Hashem. They could uh, have a good uh, a good year until Zeitz and then after Zeitz now you're making hachnas for the next year, right? So there's not much actual year. There's not much, but um, that's what Hanukkah is. So Hanukkah is is seen as a completion of the Avaid of Rosh Hashanah. So how do we how do we understand that? What what aspect of Rosh Hashanah was incomplete without Kislev? You have to figure that out. One other ha'ara to mention is, uh, you know, I, I mentioned this before, that uh, every, every month we know it's connected to a particular letter of the Aleph base, And the month of Kislev is the letter Samach. It's the letter Samach. So you have to figure that out. What Samach have to do with Kislev? And there's a lot of other questions also one of the more stranger things about about uh, we'll see if i answer any of this, things, uh, this question but one of the stranger things about Hanukkah is in the dreidel right it's like a it's a very strange thing They have like a toy that we play on Hanukkah. it's a very strange thing so if you're in the dreidel even in hebrew, how do they say dreidel in hebrew Svivon, right i don't know who can whatever Saviv means it goes around and around the letter samach you know what the word kislev means you know all the, name, the names of the Hebrew months came. We didn't. It's not from Chumash, right? In Chumash, it's just month one, month two, and so on, just numbers. But the, the names of the months came from uh, Bavel when we came back to rebuild the second base of Migdash. So most of the names come from very strange origins. But the word, what does the word Kislev mean? Kislev. The word Kislev has a root in Tanach. Kisilcha. The word Kislev means that which you can rely on. It means Samach, right? The word Samach means to support. The word Kislev means Samach. So it's not just the letter of the month. That is the name of the month. The name of the month is, is Samach. That's, that's what the word means. So what does Kislev have to do with that? What, 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 um, what, what is falling? What's what's unstable? What's unstable without, without Kislev? What's unstable without Kislev? All right, so let's begin like this. So like I mentioned from Rosh Hanukkah has to be seen as a completion of the Avoid of Tishrei. So what was the Avoid of Tishrei? You know, it's interesting. One of the big things that we do on Tishrei is davening. Davening is my big Indian, but the whole you know, the whole month of Tishrei is full of davening. What's the end of Tishrei? So the end of Tishrei, as I mentioned, is to be mamlech Hashem, to say that Hashem is King, and to believe that the world is what—that the world has a has a beginning. The world was created. That there's a Creator. But <laughs> but let's understand. Let's understand. We have to deepen that understanding of that you know every single day a jew has to believe that uh, that there's a Creator, right shabbos is about that there's a Creator. what exactly is the chiddush and rosh Hashanah? so it's like this again we'll do it back to rosh Hashanah a little bit and we'll see where it flows into hanukkah you know the the, the Pasuk says let's see how the the pasach says Ein kol chodesh tachas there's nothing new under the sun in other words the world that we live in is a world that I, I, I use this term a lot, and we find in the in Svaram this, this term a lot. This world is a world of gvulim, of boundaries. Very, very rigid, specific, finite rules. Extremely, extremely rigid. The universe is very, very large, but it has its gvul. Physics, gvulim. Even spiritually, there are gvulim. Everything is very, very rigid, very, very finite. We take up specific space, Our our, 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 our minds are able to. Process specific amounts of information, specific depth of information. Everything is very, very rigid. This union of rigidity and the lack of chiddish, Because what, what truly what is you know we use the word chiddish loosely. Like something 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 happens that's that's different. Oh, that's a chiddish. Or you hear a new idea. That's a chiddish. The true definition of khidish is is, is 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 limitless. Whenever you have something like it says in Patsach, L'chol What is the word? Rashi teaches that in Tehillim. means that even before I get to the edge of something, I know going into whatever area of life I'm going into that it's going to have its limit. So even if I'm not actually at the limit yet, I know it's there. Anything that's limited by its very definition, I could I imagine it's limit. I can imagine it's limit. So, uh, you know, whether it be in Gashmias. So, okay, a person is lacking certain things. But once you're dealing with Gashmias, which is by its very definition finite, I can imagine the end. You can imagine. Even in Rukhni says So, you want to know all uh, of Shas. Okay, you don't know all of Shas yet. But Shah's is limited. It's on the shelf, right? At least in terms of the pages. So, okay, tekla, once I'm dealing with things that are by its very definition finite, resicates, I can imagine its end. So even if I'm not there yet, but there's an end, there's a gvul. l'chol recites. In kol tachas The nature of life is the true chedash. True chedash, which is infinity, that's not the space that we occupy. It's not the space that we occupy becomes a CHADESH TACHES But comes and comes the Indian of Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah comes to me and one simple truth which is that it's not true that the world that you occupy is And by the way before I conclude that sentence there is one avodah that we do that, that, that our life kind of revolves around there's two main things that a Jewish person's life revolves around in terms of mitzvahs is Torah and davening. Those are the, basically your schedule. Sort of revolves around those two things. <coughs> davening, Chazal describe as chayyusha, as 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 an Avaidah which is oriented towards this world of ain kol chodesh taches Hashemesh. And you know davening is like that, right? Because davening is extremely rigid. Zmani are rigid. The nusach of davening is rigid. The shmoneser that you say when you're nine years old is bes Hashemesh. The same shmoneser that you daven when you're 120 years old, without changing. And because of that. So we get bored of it, and we have to change things up. So okay, now I'm going to use this art school translation. And then next year I get bored of that, and I'm going to now use the Spanish translation to confuse myself even more, to make it uh, more exciting, you know, whatever it is. I, I Constantly changing things up and moving things around. Because, why? Because the nature of davening is, to me dim Kisidram, the same thing, the same thing. And by the way, davening is, is reflective of voidah in the Beis HaMikdash, which is also literally it, the, 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 the karbanis of every day were called Tamidim same thing the same thing that's how it was supposed to be Tamidim Kisidram it's called Chay the, the reason it's not only called Avaidah that's oriented to temporary life to, 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 to this world to Tachas Hashemish life it's not only called that because it's talking about things of this world of parnasa and so on but the, the nature of it is is, is a lack of Chiddush it's it's, it's it's the same thing over and over again so that's the space that we occupy but comes Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah says true but the basic Amun of is to believe that this world of yesh this world of finite reality of gvul wasn't always like this wasn't always like this this world comes from a space and a place and a universe and a dimension that's a chidish that's completely chidish that's altogether infinite that's what we call yeshmiyay right something from nothing Ayin, as I said many times, ayin doesn't mean nothing. Ayin means so big and so novel and so anything that I can't put my finger on it at all. <laughs> if you're dealing with something which is finite, even if I don't see the edge, I can imagine the edge. But once I'm dealing with something which is by its very definition infinite, I can't even imagine its edge, which means I can't even imagine its beginning because it doesn't have an edge. So I, I, I can't grasp it at all. So I call it nothing. <laughs> the chiddush of Rosh Hashan, the avoid of Rosh Hashanah is to believe... Yesh mi'ayin. Yesh mi'ayin. That it wasn't like there's a God and all of a sudden now there's just tables and chairs. No, no, no. There's there's universes upon universes upon universes of of infinite divine light. And from all that ayin emerges a world of yesh. And that's what it means that Hashem is the melech. What is a melech? What does a king mean? A king means a king that can do anything he wants. He has to then, whatever he decides to do, it is, you know, he, he has to pick something, but he could have picked anything. To say that Hashem is the King again, this is again a little bit either very early or late for Rosh Hashanah. But when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, we talk about Hashem is the King. How is that relatable for people like us in Tavshin Pe Gimel? A doesn't mean like with a scepter, and that's not. It's not even the fear of it. It's the the, the, the possibility of it could, that whatever the, whatever you don't know what's coming out of the King's mouth. It could be anything, and whatever he says will become the law. And it could be anything. Once he says something, that becomes the law. But it could have been anything. Hashem being the melech means that the world that comes that, that we experience, it could have been anything different. It could have been anything. Different. It's the HMI. It was coming from something, it was coming from a higher space. It's coming from somewhere bigger. That's Rosh Hashanah. That's the voice of Rosh Hashanah. And everything we do during Tishrei is to, is to not just remind ourselves of this truth intellectually, but to, to, to sear it into our souls. That as we navigate through this world of lachol Kates, we remember and know intuitively that there's a, a, there's there's an infinite ayin that's that this all comes from. That's Rosh Hashanah. Fine. That's kavalek. It's very nice. But it's not complete. It's not complete. You need Kislave. You need Hanukkah to complete the s'is. To, to complete the s'ugia. Why? So what are the Yevanim about? You know it's an amazing thing I was thinking about this the other day you go outside of our universe of like Yiddish from you know of, of, of Tyra no one thinks about Greeks anymore like who who's keeping Greek culture alive like you know things like it's like us by talking about every Hanukkah you know like we're the ones that that keep on talking about Aristotle and all these guys and like no one else is talking about them anymore we we talk about them in order to show Hanukkah is against them so it's like a, it's an ironic thing but because the Greek empire doesn't exist anymore. The way to think of Yavan is you always you always have to think of it as an evolving concept. Whatever level of, 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 of Hanukkah needs to be unpackaged to you, there's a Yavan there that stands in its way or is the backdrop to appreciate what Chanukah is. So, you know what I'm saying? So, by some some error, so every error has its different Yavan versus Hanukkah, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a different level of Hanukkah that needs to be unpackaged, so there needs to be a different level of Yavan to contrast that with. So, by some, it's like, uh, the, the, you know, what does Yavan mean? Yavan means go to college, and Hanukkah means stay in yeshiva, right? That's a, or uh, Yavan means to, to believe, to, to not to believe in Sinai, and Hanukkah means to believe in Sinai. It depends. What what what, the, what what is the light of Hanukkah in your neshama that needs to that needs to come out? So that's what Yavan is. So for us, for right now, for the context of this year, what is Yavan? So we say in Alanisim that Yav, What did Yavan try to do? That they tried to make us forget Tyra. I understand that. To take us away from the statutes of your will, which is Tyra, right? The laws that you. Want. that's tired. So what's the double lashon? What do we have to say? Lashkicha What are we adding by lavir mechukir tzinecha? So here's the an nakuda, and this is what Yofi means. Even after Rosh Hashanah, so let's it true. I'm living in a world of inkal chadesh tachas Hashemesh, rigid, rigid, rigid. Same shachar spin chamarv every single day. Nothing new. Nothing can change. Lachol techel recicates gavaldik, but it's coming from Ayin. There's a Melach. The Rebbe Hashem is a Melach. Mask him. Fine. But comes, Yav, but comes Hanukkah and says, more than that, Hanukkah says, even after Tishrei, you might fall into the following trap, which is, it comes from Ayin. But once that infinite mind of the Melech decided on this, then all there is is this. Yavin says, Yavin says that the, the space that you occupy it might have come from a higher space it might have been emanating from some deeper dimensions but guess what you're not in those deeper dimensions where are you right now in your little box that's where you are yeah who put you there uh, an infinite God no I'm not gonna fight you with that that's Tishrei Zuvalli but what I am telling you says Yavin is that the Torah that that the space that you occupy is not infinite this is what it means let's understand Tyra, Tyra is is what God wants the, 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 the Hashem is the Melech and he could, he could think anything but he thinks something he thinks Tefillin or he thinks Shabbos candles he thinks mezuzah he thinks kashras so it could have been anything it's not much infinite but what he decided was something specific and what then comes to the table after the Melech makes his proclamation is okay this is what it is and once and, and, and what's what's in front of me after that proclamation of the king is the mitzvah of, of Shabbos candles. And what is that mitzvah? So it has its specific dimensions, its specific nature, it has its limitations, it has its reasons, it has its, I could figure it out. That's exactly what Yovan tries to convince you of. What Yovan tries to convince you of is that it's all coming from Ayin, but once the decision in that Ayin universe was made to, 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 to light Shabbos candles, to come up with this mitzvah that's called Shabbos candles, then you know what that mitzvah is? It's just lighting Shabbos candles. The word, word, You know, there's, a, there's an old uh, saying, uh, it goes back to Rishon Ready? ain't tam l'ratzen. And if a person said to me, I want this, you ask why. If you ask that enough, like as parents we get annoyed, right? But but ultimately, there is no answer. The deepest rutson is... When a person when a person can explain why they want something, then that's not really an expression of what's called in the Sfarim or called in Chazal Ratzon. The definition of rutson is something that's emanating from a place within that you don't even know why. it's not even it's not even a lack of knowledge. It's just does is does. This is this is this is an expression of my essence. The word rutson is the same Gematria as the word Hashem or a person's name. It's it's who you are. This is I can't exp- to. Exp- I, ju- just as I can't explain who I am, ba'etzam, because I am who I am. I can't explain who I am. I'm bigger than any explanation I could possibly give. Anything that I, that I could explain why I'm deciding this is also limited. It's also not essentially me. It's also not ratzim. So what is the mitzvah? Is the mitzvah something that is specific and finite that was just decided by an infinite mind? That's the conclusion you could come up with after Tishrei. And that's what Yovon tries to convince you of. But the truth is that the in of a mitzvah is infinite truth, infinite reality, packaged in finite terms. That's what a mitzvah is. Not only is that what a mitzvah is, that's what reality is. Instead of thinking of life and reality as what? Is yesh that's emanating from ayin. The way to realize reality of Hanukkah is that it is ayin enclosed as yesh and clothed as yesh. So it's not only that we come from a big space. The space that we occupy is bigger than we see it, is bigger than we could imagine it. We are bigger than we imagine. The mitzvahs that we perform, although they might be able, the Rabbana Shalom did this wonder of all wonders, to allow us to engage in mitzvahs in such a way where it feels comfortable with us, where it feels like things of this world or things that we could wrap our heads around. But the truth is, in, in truth, that's a, that's a pella, that's a nase. It's a miracle. Because what's really happening is, is that every mitzvah that we do is in truth coming in contact with ayin. Coming in contact with that which is infinite. This is the Inion of Hanukkah. The Yantav of Hanukkah and the victory of the Yivanim is the completion of the Yantav of Rosh Hashanah. Because what Rosh Hashanah starts us off with is that yesh is me ayin. Comes Hanukkah and says, not only is yesh me ayin, yesh is ayin. Yesh is ayin yesh is just a levush to cover over and to give you a little bit more comfort in a world that in truth is still as ayin as it always was and therefore Torah itself Torah is ritzay necha chukei is always a term that we use for what? for mitzvahs that don't make sense that our minds cannot comprehend what the Yavanim had against they, they, they all mitzvahs they wanted to get rid of or did they? The truth is, the Yavanim didn't want to get rid of mitzvahs. They had no problem with mitzvahs. The problem with the Yavanim the is they didn't want us to allow us, they didn't want to allow us to think of mitzvahs as ritzayinah And that's the difference. Are mitzvahs ratzen Hashem? Or are they not ratzen Hashem? What do you mean? Either way, God wants you to do it. What does it mean to think that the mitzvah is not ratzen Hashem? If it's not God's will, then why would you ever do it to begin with? The answer is... Of course you're doing it because God told you to do it. That's why, that's what makes something a mitzvah. But a mitzvah, but you could believe that, but it's still not a mitzvah of Ratzon Hashem. To define something as Ratzon HaYisbarach means that this is an experience that by its very definition is infinite. It's an expression of God's infinite self in this world, in our consciousness. The Rabbana Shalom allowed us to be able to experience Kavyechov himself, in a way that doesn't overwhelm us, in a way that doesn't blast us out of the water. So he was malbishet. He gives it levushim of this world. But the truth is, it itself is mamashayim, That's what Hanukkah is. Think of the the, the 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 miracle of the oil, right? So these are these are famous questions, and there's nothing real, no big chedushim over here. But the the of Hanukkah, that miracle of Hanukkah, is why why so why couldn't they just have enough oil? So there's different explanations of the Rishonim, right? So some Rishonim say, because the Ramam seems to indicate this, it took eight days, it would take eight days to produce more oil, right? The Rambam says like that, or maybe uh, other Rishonim say that they were preoccupied in rebuilding the Mizbeach, like I mentioned, right? Or they were preoccupied in in, in uh, fixing the base of HaMikdash and so on. So I, but I have another, I, the do Shalom could do many, many things, right? So I, I have a very simple answer, Rambam Shalom. Why don't you just make more oil? Or how about this? The Rubanisha doesn't like doing open miracles to begin with, right? Especially after the first base of English. So I have another idea. Give them added Siat Dishmaya. They should be able to produce oil quicker. Or they should be able to build the Mizbech faster. Siat Dishmaya? You anyway had Siyath Shmaya that Rabbam Byat Mahatim. No? So, so make it nice that it uh, should be Rabbam Babyatam in time. What's the saying on the pach This should last for eight days. The answer is, the whole Inu of the Pacha Echet Sholshemon is indicating this nekuda, which is, you look at the Pacha Echet Sholshemon, and you ask the Pacha Echet Sholshemon, new Pacha Echet Sholshemon, where do you come from? Where do I come from? Ah, I already have Rosh Hashanah. I come from Ayin. Okay, Pacha Echet Sholshemon, that's where you come from. What are you? What am I in Pacha Echet Sholshemon? The Yantav of Hanukkah is that not only do you come from Ayin, you are Ayin. And so the Yantav of Hanukkah says that what you are is also not a limited Pacha Echet Sholshemon. Well, you are a levush. You are a you are a what you are is infinite. You what you are is by its, you are a chiddush. You are a chiddush, and what you, and that chiddush is covered over by something that's very finite and very ain't kol That pasuk that I started with lechol techo rei'cates right anything that's that's by its very definition finite I can imagine its end. The, pasuk, the what's the end of the pasuk? But 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 Hashem, but your mitzvahs are expansive. That's the contrast, right? Ain't kol chadash tachas Shemesh, Chazal say, but above, the Pasik says, but Chazal say, above the Shemesh, lamad Hashemesh, there's a chadash. What does that mean? means the definition of mitzvahs, and and mitzvahs again, redefine reality for us. That it's not ayin, it's not yesh me ayin. All there is is ayin, covered over by yesh. That's the Indian of Hanukkah. That's the pachach hachad That this is oil that has limited, limitless, potential within it it's not it wouldn't it wouldn't be good enough just to, you know to give us more oil that's not highlighting the, the chanukah the whole nase was unnecessary technically right everyone knows they have they can use tummy oil or don't do oil at all don't like the minari but isaac the mitzvah anyway they weren't sitting doing nothing they were building Mizbeh, taking care of other things rising mitzvah so not, the whole thing is not a big problem to begin with so why is there a punishment doing this miracle because this is a miracle that's highlighting chanukah Let's understand. We started with we started with uh, a number of questions. Try to think if I if I can remember them. Why kahanim, right? That was one of the questions, right? I think that was one of them. Why ka- why kahanim? What's so unique to kahanim? So you know, I mentioned that that you know, uh, davening uh, as I mentioned, like davening is something that's a theme throughout throughout uh, Tishrei, Pekalal, and even Hanukkah, the, the 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 addition of Alanism and Hal, it's all feel oriented. And I mentioned that davening is called Chayisha because davening is that inyan which super which, ex, which highlights extremely the rigidity, and the, just the, the, the yeishness of this world and the lack of chiddish. But the truth is this amazing thing. If you hone in on that, that same thing, which is the, the, the thing that, that feels the most rigid and the most specific and the most unchanging, is itself an expression of the deepest amunah of ayin itself. What I mean... So, the like Gemara says in Brachis, now what should a person do if they daven and the answer is no? Or they feel the answer is no? What should they do? Gemara says, says, daven again. Kavi Hashem says in Passoc, hope to God, daven. And if the answer is no. Z'bech, what is the ending that we're davening every single day, the same things every single day? It's, don't So, there's, there's the oven way of thinking, and then there's the Hanukkah revelation. The, the, the oven way of thinking is, you know why I'm davening the same thing every single day? Because, because I'm stuck in a world that's unchanging. So I'm unchanging, eh, the whole thing is unchanging. But comes Hanukkah and says, no, 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 that's not why you're davening the same thing every day. You know why you're davening the same thing every day? It's because you're not taking no for an answer. Why are you not taking no for an answer? The answer is no. You know why I'm not taking no for an answer? Because this world is not something that comes from anything. Like, listen if the king is still thinking in his head it could be anything but once the kids once the king says no then does this does so i should say i should back off finish okay the answer is no back i'm backing off the answer you know why i'm not backing off is because even after the king says no in that no is contained anything the ayin the the the, the infinity of chiddush is contained in that no so why am i going to back off from that in the no could is everything it could be a yes, too. So I'm going to daven again, and again, and again. The very inion of davening again and again and again, instead of thinking of it as an expression of the rigidity of the world and the unflexing and the and the unbending and the unchanging reality of Chay it's in truth the void of davening. The heart of davening is in truth an expression of the ayin that's really contained, not just as the origin of the yesh, but the ayin that's contained in the yesh. Rabbi Nachman writes this in L'Kut Marah, for example. It's good, I to see it. A, it's the, the first piece in, the, in in Torah Zion. Rabbi Nachman, he says the following thing. He says, nisim. <laughs> he, he says, yeah, the words like this. Um, amuna hu b'chinas t'fil. Davening is dependent on amunah, right? You know, if amunah, you can't daven, obviously. But he says like this. nisim l'mal ma'tav. But more than that. <laughs> to daven means that you have to believe in nisim. You see, it's interesting. Chanukah, hanukkah how do how do the hidden that, are, that are unfortunately not, not as uh, knowledgeable consciously in tyra or by the nations of the world so don't they call hanukkah like the holiday of miracles or something like that uh, like miracle, miracle lights. of lights or something like that A miracle like the, the shame the shame of hanukkah even by those that 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 don't know the, the pesach is also miracles but it's not called. The the, the 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 miracles of like it's, the, the shame miracle is not in the name of the yontif, but it's it's in it's in the name of the yontif, because the essence of khan and the, the miracle like I said the miracle of the, of, the, of the of the oil was not necessary, so why is Rebbeinu Shem doing it, just to show a miracle, the Indian of Khanaki is the Indian of nais. you know what the word nais what does the word nace mean, the word nais literally means raised up, transcendent, high, 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 ayin, ayin, ayin. But you know, the word neis is also a combination of the two letters, nun samach. And the Gemara says in Shabbos, nun means, is, is, is coming from the word neifel, which means to fall. Why would a person fall? Because they don't have legs, or their legs are not stable. So says the Gemara, so you have the letter samach, soymech Hashem l'chol ha-neiflen. So the letter samach means, to have a foundation. If your legs are strong, you're not going anywhere. So it's an ironic thing that the word nes means high, transcendent, but non samach means to have a good, f- solid foundation under you. So which one is it? Does nes mean extremely high, or does it mean like having a good foundation? The answer is you know what a nes means. A nes means that your foundation is extremely high. That's, that's possible What do we mean? The word nes means that instead of thinking of the world that you occupy as yesh, which is toil eretz al b'lima. The space that you occupy is transcendent. Says ben "Davening means to believe in Nisim." V'chein hatfilo m'shan hateva v'zed daver nes u'lezed zarah hamuna sheyamen sheyesh machadish. In this words, you have to believe. You have to believe in Chiddush Ha'Olam. To believe to daven in order to have and, and 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 to believe in Nisim, you have to believe in Chiddush Ha'Olam. Ubiyadi lechadish daver keretzainai ve'ikar hamuna b'chinas tfilo b'chinas nisim. Of and that's why. And it goes on to talk about Eretz Yisrael is that place of even Eretz Yisrael. It's brought down this farm, Eretz comes, Eretz Yisrael comes to the word rotzen. So in says says such a thing. It's an Eretz Shiraitselatzes Koneh. It's a land that wants to do the will of its of its Creator. Eretz Yisrael is a land that's emanating with this truth of rotzen, of of It doesn't lack. It doesn't lack anything. Everything is in it. How is that possible? It's yesh, it's something. If it's something, it can not have everything. Only, only ayin can have everything. The answer is, Eretz Yisrael is ayin. Eretz Yisrael means the place of Nisim, the place of davening. And that's exactly why Chanukah takes place, of all the Goliaths, right? Chanukah, the whole inner Chanukah takes place in Eretz Yisrael, in Beis HaMikdash. Because the whole inner Chanukah is like this. <coughs> so, let's go back to some of the questions. We asked the question, why is it, why is it that the, that hal, for example, hal is something that you can't say consistently every single day? It's from a But the holding in Chanukah is that hal should be consistent. You know why? Why is it you can't say hal every day? Hal is something that you say when you come in contact with ayin, when you come in contact with something bigger than you, something extraordinary, something vast, something you can't wrap your head around. That's when you say how. But uh, the average experience of life, whereas where's yesh? That's not when you say hal. When there's an ayin moment, that's when you say hal. The whole intent of Chanukah is that there is no such thing as Yesh; it's all ayin. The whole of Chanukah, therefore, is to consistently say Hal every single day. That's exactly what Hal is. That's exactly what Chanukah is. Even more than the the lamp itself, it's it's, it's 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 the Hal and the Shabbai. We ask the question: What does the Miseveh and the Menorah have to do with each other? So you know what the Menorah. The, the Menorah represents Chiddush. The Menorah represents you know, the, even the word R, the word light, in all the Sifr Kabbalah, light is always the term that's used to describe Ruchni, the, 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 the Ayin, the, That Rizal says, what took? What was here before Yesh? R ain't Sof, the infinite light of God, R always means that which is anything. That's what happened in Lysa, right? The, the, the first light that was created was the, not the light of the sun, the sun wasn't created till the fourth day, what was the first day of creation? Uh, light and Arha is a hidden light that contained everything. Chazal say that, that everything was contained in that light, everything that would ever be, and then Hashem hid it, and so on. The Arha that's the light of the Menorah. That's the light of the Menorah. So the Menorah means Ayin. What does the Mizbech mean? Mizrach means Yesh. Mizrach is a place of Achila. Chazal say this such a such that the Mizbeh is is is, 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 a, is a vessel that expresses the need. The the, the the connection to this world. The Gemara says that all all the umas had parnasa because of the Mizbech. <coughs> the Mizbech is the point of contact. You take things of this world and you put it on the fire of the Mizbech. The menorah means ayin. The Mizbech means Yeish. The connection. The inyan of Hanukkah is Yeish and ayin are one and the same. That Ye, that the the reality of Yeish, which is the mizbeach, which is which is physical things even karbanis that were brought what, what aspect of the karbonas were brought on the mizbech? the most physical the most basic wa nefesh nefesh is always a term that describes the most the, the, the most the most earthly aspect of a person or an animal that goes on the mizbech. the mizbech represents taking all the shefa of ayin all the shefa of light of divine light and funneling it bringing it into this world that's what the mizbech means from there parnassah comes from there shefa practical shefa comes Chanukah means M is all altogether, because that's the Yom of Chanukah, all one and the same. This is why, for example, also the Yom of Chanukah. You know, I mentioned the, the the month of Kislev is a letter Samach. I'm going out of order to answer the kashas. I hope that's okay. But uh, just as it comes to me, as I remember the questions. So the month of the month of Kislev is a letter Samach. The letter Samach is an interesting letter, right? Obviously, it's finite. I can make a small samach, I can make a big samach. So it's obviously in the world of finite reality. It's a finite shape. But there's something infinite about the letter samach, as we know. A line has a beginning, has an end. You want to start from the top, you'll get to the bottom. Bottom to the top. But there's a... But the nature of the letter samach, which is a circle, is by its very definition limitless. You keep on going, and you keep on going. There is no be- yeah, where, where to begin, where to end? I don't know. It, it keeps on going. The letter Samach is in, is a, is a, is a, is, a, is a letter which expresses this quality of that which is Yesh, contains within it an infinite quality, a, a, a stamp of its infinity, the the, the of the kind Gadol. That's what the letter Samach means. This is ultimately why why the letter Samach means to, to be Soymich to support, because it's not only that the world comes from Ayin, but that's also what because it. You know, if the world is, is yesh, but just a decision that came from a place of ayin, then Lamaisa, what's keeping the yesh going? So we say, toil Eretz al that's a Rosh Hashanah, right? Rosh Hashanah, we always say that pasuk Rosh kipper in Kippur. Eretz, the world is hanging on nothing, because it's taket true. It doesn't say that it didn't, that it comes from, it, it comes from a place of infinity, but what's supporting it right now? The answer is seemingly nothing. Comes Hanukkah and says, no, 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 not only is it coming from ayin, it still is ayin. So it has smicha, it has confidence, it has a place to stand on. It has its legs. The shape, that's why it's interesting, think of the Mizbeach, the Mizbeach is Yesh, right? The Mizbeach is corners, it's boxes, it's chronos. It's very corners. The nature, think of the dreidel for a second. What shape is the dreidel? Obviously it has a tip, you know, in order for it to spin. But what's the shape of a dreidel? It's a square. A square, that rigidity of a square always means the t'chler But what happens when you spin it? What shape does it take then? To the naked eye, it's a circle, becomes a circle. The, ne- the inn of of the, the inn of Hanukkah is what looks like something is in truth anything. It's in truth limitless. It's ayah. What you're experiencing in your life is bigger than you think. You're bigger than you think. Your experiences in life are bigger than you think. Your tsaris are bigger than you think. Not big, I shouldn't say it like that. Your tsaris are deeper than you think. Your simchas are deeper than you think. Your mitzvahs are deeper than you think. Your thoughts, your words, your actions are deeper than you think. It's all course. It's all ayin. That's what Chanukah means. That's the victory of the yavan That's what the word yavan It's all lines, right? Just increasingly longer lines. Yud, vav, nun, yud, vav, nun. Very far from Samach. The exact opposite of Samach. That's exactly the point. yavan says <laughs> you want to believe that it all comes from some mysterious place, because <laughs> hate. But what you, but the space that you occupy now is all straight lines. And what do we do on, on Hanukkah? We take the straight lines of Yavin, which is the dreidel, and we show it's really a circle. It's just infinite. Why, why is it with the Kahanan? Why are the Kahanan the ones that, that take the Malchus? See, Malchus also, Malchus, the purpose of Malchus, even practically, what's the purpose of a government? To create consistency, right? Malchus, if, if, if you know, to wake up... You, in order to, to have business in order to society to function there has to be a certain understanding and a certain assu- a certain you know uh, basic uh, assumption on behalf of the, of the society that things will be the same tomorrow as they are today that the laws aren't going to completely change and the, and you know uh, the economy is going to pretty much stay consistently that that's how the the, the goal of a malchus is to create medium consideration that's why daviding is always related to malchus the union of malchus is consistency but Chanukah is the Indian of the Malchus of the Kahanim. See, it's interesting. The Kahanim, the whole Indian of Kahuna is Kulei Chedesh. How, how did you decide which kind works in the base of English any given day? Let's say this day you have uh, 200 Kahanim that show up to the base of English today. <laughs> now what? There's only so many jobs. You know what they would do? Well, I, you know what I, I would do? I, what I would do the whole meaning of, of Davening, the whole meaning of Avoida is what is It's So you know, very rigid. Yesh. So you know what I would do? Let's go by age. Let's go by age. Oldest to youngest. Or alphabetical <coughs> order based on last name. And once in a while if you have the the, the mazl of, of starting with the letter Z so they'll flip it around once in a while that they'll start the, from Z to A. Okay. To, to make it nice for you. But uh, something like that. That's not how it was in the base English. You know what they would be? Goirolls. Goirolls. Just a gyro. every single day, multiple times a day, a lottery. You know why? Because the ones that are doing the most rigid avoyd of yesh yeshi yesh have to be chosen, have to be expressing a limitless possibility that it could have been anyone else. And even when you're doing it right now, it's it, 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 it's 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 with a sense of geyrul. You understand? It's with a sense of it could be anything. The inyan of a kayan is khidish. Every single day, in the more every morning, we wash our hands. So you know why well, the, the Rishonim bring down the Rashi, famous in Shuvas. The Rashi says because every single day you are a birya you are a new, new person. You are created anew every single day. It's mamish, yesh in every single day, just like the Kahanim, And that's why it says Rashi, that's why the kahanim had to wash their hands and feet in the base of English every single day because the kahanim to go into the void had to go in with a mindset of yesh miyay. Because the Indian of the, of the Avaidah is to, is to bring that Ayin consciousness into the Yesh of Timid and Kisidram. The Indian of Hanukkah, which is a Yichud of the menorah with the Mizbeach. The Indian of Hanukkah, which is a Samach. The Indian of Hanukkah, which is a victory over the Hashem to remind us that the, the Torah is Chuk e The Indian of Hanukkah is Mamlech Es is, is that that which is consistent, which is Malchus, is in truth a Malchus of, of, of complete Chiddush, of always Chiddush, of constant Chiddush. K- Iron Akain was chosen. Why? Because his heart, Chazal say, was completely berotzen with Moshe Rabbeinu's chosenness. Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen, even though he was the younger brother. Iron was 100 fine with it. He, his heart was completely merutze. What, what does it mean that person is a? There's an ace rotzen. Rotzen means you want something. What does it mean that there's an ace rotzen? What does it mean a person is merutze? It means that there's it's completely open. Like there's no tam. There's no reason to think. No is completely open. The whole Indian of Kahuna is to be completely open. That your entire inyan, everything you do as a Kayin, is, is 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 an expression of the self. That's why even in, in, in the Avayit of the Kahanim, there was such a serious Hakpada to, to have the right thoughts, right? Everyone knows that by of the Beis if you think the wrong thing, you could pass the whole thing. Thoughts are considered to be extreme, extremely... Uh, uh, real in the the kahana. because the whole of the kahuna is it, it, it's, it's what when you do something, okay, there's a certain level of, of, of separation between you and what you do but you and what you think that's deeply connected to who you are the whole of the Avaida is, it had to be them, you no chatzitza you know what I'm saying, it had to be ma'amish you and your thoughts had to be pure and, and engaged it had to be completely Without any barrier between you and the avodah that's happening—not physical barriers, but even mental barriers—a complete connection, a complete experience of ratzon in what they're doing. If a person, if a kind is doing the avodah and he says, "You know, I, you know, I'm doing—I I'm bring a carbon oila right now, but I—I I, I wish it was a khatas. Well, let me think for a second. What if it would be a khat? That's It's possible. Right, it's not oil or rotzen, whatever. Even it, though it, it, it's not oil or ratzen. so the whole Indian of Avaidas kahanim is that they're doing something which is yesh, but it has to be in a bechin of ratzen. it has to be bechin of of themselves, of that of that consistent of that consistency of ayin. Let's go back to the. I think the final question we asked was or one of the questions we asked was when you light the menorah in the, in the house. So you start off with the new candle, but everything you do, but the whole tsuuras that is that you go back to the old candle. So which one is it? Are we highlighting the new, going back to the old? That's exactly what Hanukkah is. Hanukkah is the world of Yod nun, the world of, of squares, of rigidity, of Mizbeach, of cubes, of things that have L'choltekh kates. But the whole meaning of Hanukkah is to realize, Ba'rach v'amitzvah's hama'od, that it might seem like L'choltekh kates, but the truth is, your mitzvahs, which ultimately is the root of all reality to begin with, are, are infinitely expansive. And so even that which is finite to me is completely infinite and expansive. So the, the new candle, which is the Indian of Chiddush, I'm using that to reorient myself, to redefine what the old candle is. And so I go back to the old things, because that's what avoid is, that's what davening is. That's hal, it's being consistent. I'm not seeing anything new in my life, but I believe that everything that I'm seeing which is old is at the same time extremely new. And this is why the whole Indian of Hanukkah is, is the hidden light of Hanukkah. The hidden light of Hanukkah is... When you look at the candles and you, and you light the candles and you say till them by the candles and you daven by the candles but you're daven for you can daven for anything but one of the things to think about is that you want the light of Hanukkah to, sh- to open up your eyes to realize that, that, that everything is deeper than you think that you're deep everything is deeper it's even the word chayk doesn't just mean a statute or a law that you do the word chayk means to be yun from to be yun from means like a rock that's cut out of a mountain it's the same material as the mountain when we talk about mitzvahs that are chukim from the Rabbanish it means that they still are the same material, Kaviyachat Rabban. The is infinite, everyone's maskim. So everything the Rabbanish created is, in a certain sense, also the same material. It's chukir ritzinacha. And that's what mitzvahs are, that's what Yiddishkeit is. That's what Yiddishkeit is, that's what the, that's what the Hanukkah candles are about. So when we talk about Hanukkah, the Indian the of Hanukkah is to be machans like ourselves in this nekuda, that everything in our lives is deeper than we think. And then, like I said from the very beginning, this is what, in a certain sense, what Tars Chesidus is about, is to open ourselves up to this experience and to allow ourselves to think of ourselves in this way and to establish the the, the malchus of this world, which is consistent and chayishah and something you can set your watch to and so on, but kule chivish at the same time. And at the same time, we experience things as and the same it's Kul cool, Echidosh. And the Baal Shanta said, that's where we're supposed to live. Really in that place. That's the Ma'alam HaShemesh. HaShem bless us. We should be able to the Aragonahs of Hanukkah. should be mayor. All of our hearts, all of our eyes, all of our senses. We should be to see the Aragonahs in all things. we be able called see the we be Amen. Yeah.